This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Babes Listen. You're joined by your hosts, Nat and Jess. Two fitness professionals from New Zealand authentically talking everything health and wellness. You're welcome. Welcome back, babes listeners. You are joined by our, well, just the two of us today. By Jess and Nat. Yeah, no, no surprises with, um, uh, with guests or anything like that. It's just the two of us just coming in for a, for a casual chat, chit-chat. I said to Nat on our walk here, uh, you know, I find sometimes recording this podcast that my words don't actually come out. So I started doing vocal exercises as we were walking down the street. And, it was uh, a bit weird. Turns out it's done nothing to help me. <laughs> really? Nope. I think we're just lost cause. How you been? How was Cup Day yesterday? Yes, so I went to Party Cup girl. Day. Hey. Yes, yes, I am um, nursing a little bit of a hangover. I let, how can you avoid a little bit of a hangover after going to Cup so Day? So what are your symptoms? Uh, I just woke up with a headache and and I also, I don't know if you ever get this, but uh, like anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the worst part of being hungover, right? So, But I woke up, and I don't know if this is to do with like some weird jet lag situation, but I woke up at 1.30 a.m. What time did you go to sleep? Well, quite, quite reasonably early. Okay. You know, because the sun and... Yeah, know, it's a stuff. day. And it was so hot yesterday. I was so thinking of you. So hot. So hot. And uh, so came home and crashed really early and then woke up at 1.30. Maybe that was why. Maybe I'd already got eight hours of sleep. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, crashed at 1.30, woke up and then... Uh, actually, we talked about this on the walkover. Just kind of was replaying, like... What did I say? What did I do? Party paranoia. Party parent. That should be the topic today. Yeah. Party paranoia. Because Shani was telling me, the reason why it came up is because um, last episode we recorded was with Shani and she said that she was getting party paranoia from the episode. So obviously we didn't party on the episode, but it's just what we say when you feel like, you know, you've got paranoia around like, oh my God, what did I say? Do I sound like a dick? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I said that... I often, recording this podcast, words don't even come out right for me, you know, but it's just because we do it week in, week out that I guess we don't have that sort of paranoia with it anymore. But, um, yeah, so party paranoia to some of you, anxiety to others, Uh, yes, and but Cup Day was fantastic. That's the first time that I've been to Cup Day, despite the fact that my best friend, since we were four years old, um, her family is in harness racing, and um, so we would always go to the Friday races when I when I was growing up with her. And uh, but I'd never been to Cup Day, so first mm. time, and I loved it. What's the difference between the Tuesday and the Saturday? Saturday is gallops. That's at Rickerton. Oh. So harness racing is where they've got the cart in the bag, <clears throat> and instead of having a jockey, you have a driver. Oh. Yep. Wait, is harness racing the, the what that organisation is called? I feel uh, like I've seen that. Believe so. Yes. <laughs> you don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, I might have had to have done a little bit more research on harness racing if I knew I was going to talk about that today. But just for the sorry, just just for curious. the scope of kind of talking about <clears throat> cup day, that's about my, the extent of my knowledge. But um, did you get lit? 
Well, I said I, I had a little... Uh, How little were you? What kind uh, of level? Level from one to ten? You know what? Honestly... Like your 40th being ten. <laughs> oh, no. I, or I've been worse than my 40th. Okay, nine. That's your nine. Or is that your I, eight? I, I, would say, I would say my 40th was a nine, but I've been a 15. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I honestly should should have... And now I know I should have absolutely gone to hospital for alcohol poisoning. Where I was this? I am not advocating that <laughs> anyone... Does this, and thank God my children don't listen to the podcast because I never do that. Do you know what they probably do, but they don't tell you? No, 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 no. I would do that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of teenage boys. Like, that's, yeah. I don't think it's going to be <clears throat> that. I think they hear my voice enough. You know? Yeah. So, and no, I no, I listen. I was very good all day. Very good. And, did you uh, have water during the day? Yes, I well did. Done. Yeah, well absolutely. Because it was so hot, and thankfully they were giving out bottles of water and things. But I have a weird kind of rule with, uh, you know, sort of alcohol, which is if it's during the day, I'll have bubbles. Because mm-hmm. I kind of see that as like a, you know, it's, people do that with brunch. That's all good. Uh, so I did that. But like a lot of bubbles in the sun. Yeah. Not great. So, but I mixed in some water, and then I had a coffee. I think at about honestly five o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, feeling totally fine. And then uh, Laura and I went back to. So we bought tickets for the fashion tent. So that's where they oh have. Oh my god, cute! Yeah, it was actually real cute. And that's where they have all of the. Um, you know, they had uh, the show. Yeah, the the kind of fashion thingy, and people vote on it or judge it. Did all, you whatever. vote? I didn't vote, but they had judges and all that. It was did quite Did you like cool. the outfits? I did like a few of the outfits, yep. Did you like the winners? Uh, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, they're, cool. yeah, very cool. So um, we went back to the to the fashion tent because I'd left my um, sort of jacket, not that I needed it, but I'd left it in the tent. So we went back and they were kind of packing up and they had bottles left over. So they were like. What? Of bubbles. Um, bubbles, so we're like, do you want, do you want to, do you want a drink? And we're like, yeah, sure. So we had that, and then we had another one, and then we went to walk out, and they're like, no, you can't, you can't take it with you. So we're like, okay, well, we'll just down it now, and that's <laughs> what tipped me over the edge. That's what tipped me over the edge. And it's then, their fault, really. It's not yours. It's not. I mean, it was I was a gun to your head, and they told you drink it now or never. <laughs> listen, I was fine till almost six o'clock, and I'd been there since midday. And um, but the part that kind of gave me anxiety a little bit was <clears> that uh, Laura's mum and her friend dropped me home, and so this is this is a woman who. And I said to her as well in this, you know, kind of very euphoric few drinks down state, you know, thanks so much, Rose, for being my second mum. You know, like, just that, just, you know, went straight for the heart, you know, like, <laughs> just went in, like, thanks so much for helping to raise me. I really appreciate that, you know. And <laughs> Look that, at how I turned out, Rose. Yeah, I turned you, out so you're good. You're proud of me. Just tell me that you're proud of me. And uh, so that was in the afternoon. And then when we went back, obviously, I was a little bit drunk. And then so... um. Yeah, I just. So Rose was not on the same level as you. Is that what you mean? Because obviously she's driving. I don't think anyone was, and I think <laughs> I think the clue was when, because um, I'd said I said to Laura, "Hey, listen, um, I'm just a little bit paranoid that I'm just kind of sounding a little bit drunk." And she said, "No, no, you're fine." And I said, "If I start slurring my words, you tell me." Anyway, we're in the car on the way home, and she's like, "You're slurring your words." <laughs> So, yeah. And you kind of slow down as well when you're drunk. 
Yeah, yeah. So, t- so tell me, so tell me what I'm like. Because sometimes That's you can't you just, see stuff. You're slow. Yeah, you're real slow. Yeah, yeah. And you slow down everything. Do and I? You do slow a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's <laughs> my drive like? mo. Uh, naughty. <laughs> very, very so naughty. Very <laughs> sassy and naughty. Not slow. Not slow at all. No, quite. Naughty. Like, if you want to get into trouble, <laughs> give her a few drinks. If you want to get kicked what out of somewhere. What if I that's naughty with, when I've been drinking with you, if you can say on the podcast? I don't think that I can share it on the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate my laugh so much. Oh, stop. No, you know, I was, I was um, on another note, I was editing a reel for, you know, for um, Instagram. And, oh, my God, I hate my laugh so much. Oh. I actually, like, cut it out. <laughs> Okay, we can't really? this. No, I didn't cut it out, but I didn't pin it on me. Because normally, whoever it makes the no, the no, the nose, the noise, mm. I have it on them. Mm. You know, but I was like, I do not want to see my face making oh, that noise. No. So sorry, is it that you don't like the way you look when you laugh, or no, you it's don't the sound the sound? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone likes their laugh though, do they? I mean, we could do a poll, but I'm sure some people do. Anyway, ask me how I am. <laughs> great poll. How are you? I'm great, thanks. What's well? So, um, fill me in. So, the theme has been that we catch up at the moment, other than kind of messaging. Yeah, it makes me sad. Doing the podcast because I've been sick for five years. But um, you have been sick. Uh, yeah. So, for so tell me, tell me what you've been up to because I don't really know. And then everyone else will get to listen. to I that haven't too. been up to much really. I've just been working. Um, today I feel a bit weird. I told you this. I feel. I think, but you told me I'm mid cycle, so I'm glad I can um, say that it's my hormones. I don't have any research to back this up. <laughs> But I like that reason because I don't yeah. want to go deep. Although I had my um, therapist uh, yesterday oh, and that'll be it. we reflected. Yeah, maybe true. Um, we reflected because I started seeing her in January, I think. Or maybe or maybe was it before? No, I think it was January. I think last November you were looking for a yes, yes, psychologist. Yes, mm. and so were you. Or it was Shani as well? Uh, maybe Chantal. I'd already started. <clears throat> You'd already started. Yeah. Okay. Um, and anyway, like I was saying where I was at and stuff, and I feel like, and she feels like, I've made a lot of progress. So I was like, yeah, I'm in a really good place at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I feel like tell I, me more. <laughs> well, not, nothing major, but like I haven't had any panic attacks. I haven't even had any, like, almost panic attacks, you know, because I was having those a lot where it's like, oh, no, there's one coming on right now. What do I do? What do I go? I haven't had any of those in at least a month, maybe two months. What do you, in reflecting with your psychologist, if you feel comfortable sharing, that's okay, we can just (laughs) cut it out if you don't and you'll never hear this anyway. But um, uh, what do you think has contributed to the reduction in feeling that level of anxiety? Well, obviously, like... Though seeing her since January has helped, like, you know, with having, like, coping mechanisms and having, you know, when if I do feel like I'm anxious and stuff, having, like, things to to do in my toolbox, like Mm -hmm. she says. Um, But I think ultimately I feel like I've got maybe a little bit more of a grasp of my future and more in control. And that's what I talked about yesterday, which I didn't realise because obviously this new job came about really randomly and kind of out of the blue, right? And I've been in it for maybe four months now. But I feel like that's gone what? fast. Hey, I feel like I feel like that's gone really. I, I wouldn't months. have I wouldn't have said four months, but I yeah, four, believe you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I've kind of got like a, I don't know, like not a plan, but kind of. Not that I didn't know where I was going to go, but like, I, uh, you know, when I, we did that podcast of me talking about leaving PTing, personal training, mm. um, I remember saying that I felt like I had like nowhere else to go from where I was. Like I mm. had kind of peaked and I felt like I, I hadn't, you know, like no kind of, not purpose, but like just didn't see where to go mm. from here. Whereas here I feel like there's so so many, you know, this. well, I've got like a trajectory in my head, but I feel like there's definitely places for me to grow to. You know what I mean? Yeah, and would you have... Understood about yourself before that being in a career space where you can grow or there are growth opportunities, would you have recognised in the past that that was actually really important to you? No, I wouldn't have recognised that. I think the I think I don't think it's just down to that. I think it's the the whole um, I don't know, just like maybe I'm just in a good place at the moment in terms of. Even like my relationship, like with SC, everything's going really well, and um, there's less stress because we're not both self-employed, mm. and you know, like in general, this is all going on in the background as well. But I just, I just reflected on that yesterday with her because I was like, yeah, I don't have a lot to report on. Sorry, sis, you can't help me out anymore. That <laughs> just is, kidding. That is such a cool place to be. <laughs> but like, but like, also, I'm not definitely not. You know, like I'm. I wouldn't say I don't need therapy anymore. Like she's like, so do you want to make another pool? I was like, yeah, I do. Don't yeah. don't dump me like this. Oh, that's cute because I guess I guess that you could take an experience like that and be like, okay, cool. So I'm cured. <laughs> Hasta la vista. No, Thanks no. Thanks for your time. No, because I feel like the other thing I said to her, I was like, I feel like I'm in a good place, but I'm almost like on the edge of my seat for like, is there something bad that's going to happen? You know? So we actually did something quite interesting, which you might find interesting, mm. called, shoot, I, don't, I can't remember the name. It's like a, a thing to do for people who have had like traumatic experiences. So it, it took about maybe half of the session and it's called Deep Brain... Reorienteering? Wait, no, that's not how you say Reorienteering? Would that be the word? Or maybe. reorientation, maybe? Maybe. Well, like I'm that. just making this up. Something like I that. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically like a, it's not meditation, but kind of, and it's kind of going through like your kind of, it's a little like a, it's quite um, energy consuming because you're going through like the traumatic experience, but you're trying to react differently. Yeah. With your body, though, like not so much with your thoughts, but more with your body. Like, because um, she was saying, oh, I'm not doing it justice because I, I haven't done any of the readings or anything. Or the, But anyway, she was saying anything above like your collarbone um, reacts before your body even does when something traumatic happens. So like, you know, your neck or your jaw, everything might tense um, before your body even reacts. So it's kind of like, I guess... The way I understood it, it was like training your mind and your body to maybe react slightly differently to shocks so that because, you know, when you've been through a traumatic experience, you might be like, oh, there's a, a noise outside and then and then your body goes back into that kind of like shock feeling. In quite an did. automatic way. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So trying, I guess, maybe to undo that. So it's quite interesting. <laughs> Why are you shocked? Um, well, Why are you speechless? No, no, because I want to hear more. Because she's like, you know, the, the body and trauma. And so, yeah, that was really good. Yep. yep. Oh, do I you want like, me to like, tell you how whoa. we did it? Yeah. 
Oh, well, I don't really, like, she, so I just shut my eyes and we went through, so she was like, think of it as a, a time where you've been, like, a sh- in a sh- shock, you know, and I'm not going to reshare this because we all know about the stalker. And so we went through that whole um, period from the minute of when I, you get the shock and what happened and what did you see, what did you hear, what did you smell at that time, what kind of positioning was your body, and then you kind of almost relive it, yeah. Oh, that's but, tough, Nat. And, but not in a thoughts kind of way, not like you're not thinking of how you're feeling, it's more like how your body reacts. So we, you relive it and then you see like what parts of your body above the, the neck is feeling like, what are you feeling? Tension or whatever. And then whatever you're feeling. So I had like clenched my jaw and I had pain on this side of my jaw. So we so we were like, instead of thinking of like how I felt and how I was thinking, it was more about really leaning into like, so say if you're like tense in your neck, like, okay, we'll just, let's just spend some time on your neck right now and how tense, if, and how does it feel? And just leaning into it. Because you know how when you're like, going through something or thinking about something you kind of just want to move on mm. you know like move on but it was like no no we're gonna we're gonna sit right here we're gonna stay in this for a longer period of time i googled after it's so legit <laughs> that's good um <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer anything that you're not comfortable with as per usual but i have <laughs> okay. questions but i have questions um so and again we can just cut this out if you're not comfortable answering um how was it to experience that in your body again um, it wasn't, like, I don't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't okay. as bad as it sounds. Okay. Yeah. Like, a, I think if I was, re- maybe I didn't, I don't think I could fully immerse myself and I don't think it's something that can be, like, um, super useful just from doing it once. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's something that you need to do more and more and, like, being um, almost used to going there because like mm. my thoughts were kind of like Ugh, I'm bored oh what am I doing you know mm. like you're kind of going like I feel like you need just like you know how when people meditate for the first time and they're like oh what am I doing you know mm. they don't know how to meditate mm. so I don't feel like I got all of the benefits from the first time mm. because I didn't fully because I would have like I would have protected myself I didn't fully immerse Absolutely. myself yeah your, you know? your thoughts that would Maybe be yeah. trying to pull you out Absolutely. of it when it, when it felt because I remember tough. thinking like I don't even care <laughs> I don't even mind this is this is no biggie I'm over this yeah. and then I'm she's the like <laughs> yeah, getting some the, sun she's like what oh, do you feel now <laughs> yeah but like it was true though because like, every time she would talk about like, oh that's right yeah my jaw yeah it's sore over here and she's like okay how does it feel? it's still sore <laughs> what about now it's still sore <laughs> just fatigued. Do you want me to find another word? I'll just get my dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds um, riveting for you. Um, no, it wasn't fully like that, but you know what I mean. Do you feel like potentially your experience with um, fitness and having a, you know, sort of a heightened sense of your own body mm. was helpful? Definitely, yeah, mm. definitely. Because helpful in the sense that when something stressful happens... Mm. Like those two, you know, like the recent stalking experience mm. we've had. When something happens, I'm more, because I'm in tune with my body, I know how my body is reacting. You know, like say if, like when I got that phone call, that prank call, I was like, okay, well, my, my breath is, is shorter. You know, like I was really aware, like, oh, I can't concentrate. It's different because of this. Mm. And I'm really fidgety. You know, like I feel like I'm aware of my mm. body's response. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
Would you say the same? Yes, and I would say I, I've kind of thought about it in that in some ways it can be really good and in other ways not so much to yeah. have such a heightened awareness of, of your own body. But I have this weird experience too. Uh, I, in, in my own experience, kind of believe it's to do with the anorexia sort of stuff where I can become so intensely aware of my body. Yeah. And it just feels so uncomfortable. It's not pain. It's just, and just this feeling of like, just really not enjoying being in my own body and really yeah. feeling it, its its expansion or its outline and um, not loving that. And I've often yeah. kind of thought, you know, I wonder if sort of having such a heightened awareness of my body with doing fitness for quite mm. a while, whether that's kind of compounding that. Or not, anyway. Yeah, I know what you mean. That what that's one last thing about that exercise is she was talking about how it's more leaning into the right side of your brain. Okay. Because is it the left side that does all the oh, thinking? All right, oh, sorry. So no, it seems maybe. like a 50-50 shot of getting it right. Yeah, yeah. Nico's, Nico's gonna, gonna Google, Google it. it. Thank you. But whichever side does like, you know, the thinking and stuff is kind of trying to lean away from that and go more into the, I think it was more into the right side of your brain. More into the feeling side. I believe that that might be correct. But again, 50-50 yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, what's been happening with you? Hold on a second. <laughs> Just to backtrack a little bit. Am so, I moving on too fast? Um, yes. So, um, so... I just saw Nat at the cafe very quickly before we came to record. Oh, have you got an answer for us? Can they hear you? So uh, happiness and all sorts of feelings of pride and anger are all left side. And I hit the (laughs) microphone. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Can they hear you on this one? Uh, Yes. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Oh, I like it. Yeah, so that was right then. Is that the first time you've done that? I think it's the first time I've actually talked in the show. Oh. I, I often just producer. reply to you guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've had Carlos Hi, do it. Um, but this is Nico. Nico, give a shout out to Izzy. Yes. Oh, she's going to hate that. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, sorry. Uh, we love you, Izzy. We'll do the shout out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And it's Nico's girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> so yes. what did we get to with the brain? So left side is, what did you say? Happiness. Emotions, basically. Emotions. Yeah, yeah. So it's leaning away from that. Okay. So rather than going through like the emotions and how it feels, it's more like the actual physical side of it. Okay. In terms of processing it. Yes. And under- Look, I don't know. Ask her. I don't know. I, we, maybe we need to, to um, actually get the What else did you want to say. wrap up on it? Well, no, just so yes. Yeah, so I I um, saw Nat at the cafe and uh, I said, oh, I like your top. And she said, I made it. And I was like, stand up, turn around. It's amazing. And <laughs> it was um, so sweet. And you were like, I like this. I like that. I like that. Turn around. Yes, I like this. I like yes, that. I love it. I love the details. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and then she said. I just feel a bit weird, you know. I just feel a little bit kind of weird. And I said, where are you in your cycle? Are you mid-cycle? Because and I was like, oh, thank God, thank you for giving me an excuse. I wonder if it's not just that you're ovulating, Nat, that, but that you had this experience yesterday. So I was going somewhere with this. Yeah, that's true. Do you know, I didn't think about it today. I kind of, that was like yesterday's chapter, today's chapter. Why am I not feeling good? I've taught class. I've had my social interactions. Um, I put it down to the fact that I'm in limbo in terms of, like, where I've been working today because I wasn't in my office because my office is um, shut for the week. 
Yeah, but you make a good point, sis. Limbo is never a very nice kind of feeling to have. I've, I've definitely had yeah. that um, more recently. but Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool also what you were saying about, you know, with regards to the panic attacks and stuff coming down. One of the factors that you feel like has contributed to that is kind of feeling like you've got a little bit more control in terms of yeah. your direction and just being a family where both of you are so self-employed, yeah. Um, yeah. that actually it's it's a nice thing to have now that one of you has more secure yeah. employment. Which has been so good for the two of us, not just me. And like we've seen on the podcast before, the challenging thing is that you really enjoyed PT. Yeah. You know, you really loved your job. And so it's such a big decision to then you know, take an opportunity or to change direction when actually you really love what you're doing, how hard was that decision to make? And, like, how long was it just kind of... You said it happened so quite fast, Yeah, it guess. happened fast, yeah. but it was hard, though. Like, I, I remember I didn't do much sleeping for, you know, ages. You know, like, when you wake up in the night and you're like, <gasps> what am I doing? What does my life look like? I think I remember saying this to you, like, being like... I just wake up randomly in the night and all I'm thinking about is I don't know what my future looks like. I don't know what it, what it's going to be. Um, so it was hard, but it was f- from where I feel and where I am right now because after my therapist session, I went home and I debriefed with Essie and he was like, yeah, I do feel like you're in a really good place. Like even in terms of like I'm not, I, I guess I, he was like, you're just more calm and you're not like, rushing to the next thing and the next thing you're not Mm. like you know like Mm. he was like you're just kind of just like chill you Mm. know so it was hard but it was the right decision but are you talking about the actual transition god like I I was saying to him I was like it's been four months but I actually feel like it's been it feels longer does it yeah Ah, for me it feels longer like it feels like I don't know like it just feels like ages ago Mm. I'm also getting more sleep because I don't I don't start as early. Mm. Yeah. The other thing I do like is going when I go because I still go to the gym most mornings with EC because we've got a boot camp, right? But now I'm not responsible. Like I write the workouts and I do the finances, but I, when I go in at six a.m., I'm not responsible for anyone because I do the workout with the ladies. That's really nice for my brain to not have to be on straight away. Yeah, it is It is a very early start to be on when you yeah, teach. Yeah, but as a PT, right, you yeah. have to, you're on from your first client or your first session. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the expectation in fitness is that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either you absolutely <clears throat> love doing this at 6 a.m. or you'd better fake it. Yeah, 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 you exactly. And, that, yeah. and sometimes you do love it and then other times you have to lean into kind of like, you know... <laughs> this is hard. Taking it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you do it day in and day out, like every single morning is really How long hard. did it take you to not feel responsible for this workout anymore? A few weeks. Like I mm. remember when I first came in and the tables had turned, like I was officially no longer a PT, so I couldn't officially take the sessions because I don't Ooh. pay rent, you Ooh, know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not a PT anymore, so yeah. I'm not contracted as a PT and I don't pay rent. No insurance. So, yeah, no you insurance. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I still, I was still, I don't know, like, because this is like a weird in-between period where you're like, oh, like, just last week I was telling you what to do, <laughs> you know, but I was in the sessions. But now I'm so, like, 
I'm like now I'm used to it and I help set up I always help set up because I write the workout so I kind of know what we need and it's hard for the coach in this case either Cara or Essie it's hard for them to like you know just like you would you you know like having everything set up and telling everybody what to do and warm-up is about to start and somebody's telling you about hey my payment didn't come through that's what you know like you're Mm -hmm. kind of just yeah so I so you're not you're not kind of in there like it's not my problem no 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 definitely not well no it's my business Mm. (laughs) I do want it to succeed Mm. you know like I want it to do well Mm. and I want them to you know and is he kind of he's been loving that kind of um the way it's been as well. Like, he mm. loves that. I do the workout, so... Because we typically have, like, two groups going at once. Okay. So it's one group, but split into two, so two different workouts. And so I'll do one workout. So I kind of almost look after that group, you know, because mm. I'm doing it. And then he'll put more effort into the other group, maybe, or vice, you know, whatever. So he's been, like, feeling more relaxed as well. Yeah. Anyway, this is not about my boot camp. This episode is not about my boot camp. Tell me about you and change, hey? Well, yes. Talk, I ha- asking me all the questions. I, I have news. And, uh, well, just, Nat, for you, you know, kind of, you love PT, but, you know, in order to take on a new career, you couldn't do both. So you had exactly. to. So yeah. you had to kind of, like... Essentially, close one chapter to create the space to take on something yeah. new, which is what I have done uh, <gasps> with fitness. Um, well, I think I think that probably more of a pause is accurate at the moment. But uh, just to kind of explain myself, so I have decided to pause teaching group fitness and um, doing anything in the fitness industry so that I can create space to uh, study psychology more full-time and uh, sort of look at taking that a little bit further. Uh, the, the sort of dream would be to look at, like, clinical psychology. That's really hard to get into, um, and things may change along the way. But at the moment, the motivation for me in in going back to uni for summer school and doing statistics yeah, is well that um, yeah, is it this this paper allows me to do the really kind of interesting third year um, undergraduate stuff, which can lead to a master's, which can lead to applying for clinical at least. So uh, I guess that we did a podcast a while ago, and it was a weird one for me. And the intention was to chat to you about how you were lost because you were not really Kiwi and not really French, or you were both Kiwi and both French and, you know, identity and stuff. And at that time, I was going through my own, yes. what do I want to do you yeah. know, in my future? Do I want to keep putting time into um, group fitness in the fitness industry? Or do I really want to kind of um, create space for this thing that I'm really passionate as well and um, passionate about as well. So that's kind of, that's where I'm at. So um, no kind of big, like, oh, I'm teaching my last class, you know. Um, <laughs> no speech. No speech from me. Um, I just, I said to, um, I said to Nat, and I've said it to Holly as well, I said my my dream situation is that, you know, kind of someone, someone at Les Mills goes, Where's Jess? <laughs> and then Nat can just turn around and go, Who's Jess? <laughs> I just Irish exit. Yeah, so just outrageous. fade into the background. Like <laughs> Jess who? who? <laughs> I don't know. You know that blonde that used to teach the you like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, okay, so no more fitness, but I'm so excited for this new chapter for you. Like it's, I know you're not loving stats. I mean, you've only just started. I'm not passionate about statistics, no. <laughs> but it's for such a much bigger cause, yeah. Do you, so what can be helpful, I think, for listeners is like thinking about, you know, what kind of thought process do you have to go through to actually have to pause fitness? You know what I mean? Like, because if you think of like, mm. like, I don't know, this analogy of like buckets where you've got, you know, a bucket for family and one for friends and one for um, fitness, group fitness, one for um studies did you you know did you feel like the fitness one was a little was just getting a little bit too much attention yeah 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 for sure I think that's a good analogy uh, and I, I think it was probably helpful also um it sounds kind of weird but like I was I was unwell and I had this funky eye infection which meant that I couldn't wear contacts it's gone by the way is it mm, almost yeah huh, I'm back to wearing contacts it. but um which you know kind of ended up meaning that I couldn't teach because I couldn't really see and so I had this time time off and then went to Paris and then came back with this head cold which was also time off and I think Getting a little bit of space allowed me to see more of a kind of um, the bigger picture of sort of like, uh, you know, like I'm 42 and what do I want the next 10 years to look like? What am I, you know, kind of really, what am I really passionate about? And I think I'm also at a stage where my kids are now 17 and 15 and a half and um you know, I've said I've always fought really hard to have something for myself. So I'm not, uh, you know, defined by being someone's wife mm. and mother alone. That's just for me, no judgment, but I just needed a space for Jess. And group fitness has been the absolute ideal thing, and I've loved it. And I still love teaching group fitness. If I continue to put my energy into group fitness, I do not have the space to pursue other things because yeah, I'm yeah. still a mum and, you know, Greg's still in you rugby. You can't pause the mum thing, I can't. Can you? <laughs> I've tried. They keep coming back. You know, they find a way to so you like, here, take my card, go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they come back. There's like an open ring. window somewhere that they crawl in. Um, yeah, no, and trust me, I have thought about, Change you know, the like, locks. <laughs> how do I get out of this job? I thought about that quite early on. I was like, can I? Say no. Situation. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So, so that's the reality: is that I I can't not be a mum, and um, although it's changing, your kids kind of still need you in some ways. Greg at this stage is still in rugby. Nothing changes in that. So I kind of I kind of felt like it was a little bit of an either or. Either either I continue to do group fitness, and I love it. But the sacrifice at forty two. Mm is not doing the psychology. And I think my chances of more years going by and going, I'm 48, do I do it now? I didn't want my age to be like, I'm too old for this. I think that was my biggest fear is sort of like, I I just didn't feel like I could afford more years of putting this on the back burner because I enjoy the fitness industry stuff and it kind of works in with my family and that's the priority. I just felt like my kids are old enough now. I've done my time. I've done yeah, my time yeah. of like fitting around my husband's job 
and my kids, and it was just my time to come back to something that I really wanted to do all those years ago. So that's kind of where I'm at, really. Well done. Thank you, Nat. How does it feel saying it out loud on a podcast? Oh, it feels really a little bit emotional, Aww. which is why my face is so red right now. It's not. It really is. Um, <laughs> Nico says it's not. Yeah, I, I feel a bit emotional for lots of different reasons. I feel... Uh, it's quite scary to say out loud that yeah. you want to go for clinical psychology because yeah. it's so hard to get into. And I said before we recorded, I was like, oh, my God, if I say this out loud, then I'm accountable to that. And yeah. I have to also then deal with if I don't get in. But it's something I really want anyway. Yeah. Um, it's all right. I said I'll never go back to the corporate world. And here I am. There you go. <laughs> a couple of years ago when we first started. Yeah, I, so. could, be, I could be back. <laughs> Full-time, group fitness. Who knows? Um, but... And I don't know, it's just, it's been an emotional journey from that podcast where it was sort of like, actually didn't feel so good because I felt very vulnerable and very lost and very confused about kind of what I wanted to this point now where I feel like I've kind of, in a way, connected to a part of myself that I probably ignored for a number of years, raising kids and supporting Greg's career. I remember when I first met you, which is what now, four or five years ago? Yeah, five, I think. I remember you mentioning that you wanted to finish your degree. So it's been on your mind and it's been like, you know, it's taken part of your mind for so many years, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're doing is so brave. Yeah, and not not easy because, no, not um, easy. you know, I get to teach with um, yourself and Holly and Lou, people I really love spending time with. I love moving to music. I also have great stuff through Les Mills, Adidas sponsorship. Yeah. I'm a trainer, presenter, you know, as yeah. I am so grateful for all of that in my life. I just, it, it's time. you've peaked. <laughs> exactly. I'm going out on a high. <laughs> you can't get much better than this unless well, you're going to go into program director, which is never going to happen. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, but what I was going to say is you know that you can go back to any of those classes anytime. That's the thing, though. Like, if you said to me one day, I want to jump in tone today, yeah. then what am I going to say? Jess who? <laughs> no, I'm going to say, oh, my fucking God, yes, please, oh, my God. Like, that yeah. will be a dream come true. Yeah. And, how, and how nice to then, because I guess a little bit of behind the scenes, if you don't teach Les Mills Group Fitness... What you experience when we teach, hopefully, is really fun and great. Yeah. And what you don't see is all the work that goes into it's a lot it of behind, work. behind yeah. the scenes. It's a huge amount of um, sort of energy to learn choreography, depending on the program. And and we've worked often years to kind of work on technique and being able to li- deliver the right coaching at the right time so you do reach your goals and you yeah. feel supported and you feel connected with. There's so much skill that's gone yeah. into that. And so... It's years of scripting, mirror work. Yep. Like the, the groundwork that goes into it is massive. When you've been doing it for how long we've been doing it, it's a little bit less effort right yeah. now, but it's still a lot of work in the background. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so this is kind of a shout out to all group fitness instructors because uh, yeah, it's, not, it's not an easy gig. And, uh, uh, you know, and I know people are really grateful for, for the classes and stuff, but I think sometimes, especially when, when group fitness instructors are new, you know, sort of like just to remember that actually 
it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to get your head around. You know, sometimes it's many years to develop yeah. those skills. And uh, what I'm looking forward to is exactly that, that if, if I do want to teach a class, it is going to just be, yeah. I've got a bit of time. I might yeah. revise some choreography and jump back in. I feel like it will be like a novelty. Like, oh, my God, yeah. this is exciting. Yeah. I'm going to tone today. Like, I don't feel like it will be, you know, because you, yeah, yeah, I think... When you gave your microphone back today, I know it was emotional, but you can use mine. <laughs> Thank you. You're I appreciate right. it. I do have a backup one. So do there you? you go. Oh, good, good. Sounds like I've still got one foot in. It's like you've, you, you know, like you hang up, like when they say you'd hang up your dancing shoes, you like hang up your microphone. Yeah, yeah. But I, true to form, didn't spend a lot of kind of emotional energy in that space. Yeah, she's shutting it out. I just... She's definitely shutting it out. Compartmentalised. Yeah. yeah, which is what the exercise was yesterday with my therapist. It's like, let's not move on. Let's <laughs> just sit on this right here. Sit in it. Sit in it. Oh, where are you going? The beach? No, come back. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't want to do that today. No, no, don't no, do no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I took out my workout towels and I was kind of like, I should probably take them home. How many did you have in there? I don't know. Honestly, I had about eight. Yeah, because I have heaps as well. I mean, we shouldn't say this. People are going to start stealing my towels now. Well, I have a lock. I suggest you do the same. (gasps) I should. Yeah, you absolutely have to lock your locker. I never do. I never, ever do. No. And I just said this on a point. Can I have your lock? What did you do with it? It's still, I mean, at this stage, I still have a lock. This is sounding all very Can I official. have your lock? Because you've got not have anything that's um, important in there. Keep your locker if you want. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not going to be that person. Well, yeah, keep it and and not teach. Yeah. So no. you're going to give it up? Yeah. Okay, yeah. can I have your lock? Sure, go on. Absolutely. Listen, you can have my locker am I, am if you I, want. Am I on your will? <laughs> You're not dying, I'm joking. I don't think I have a will, <laughs> which is probably a topic for another day. But um, <gasps> Do you know what? We should get a lawyer on this That's podcast. a great idea. Don't you know lawyers? Yeah, heaps. Do you? <laughs> like, I so do, many. I don't think I know lawyers. How do you know so many lawyers? I've just trained so many. I yeah. had a point in time where I had 10 lawyer clients at once. Wow. At so, once. Okay, if we were going to do a law podcast, if that's what we were going to t- you know, kind of call it. Um, which area of law would you be most interested in hearing about? You and we can put a poll out. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. Um, I ask heaps. Yeah. Because I've got, I've got. Um, I know lawyers in different areas, so I actually know quite a few in family law. Mm. That's quite interesting. Mm. I ask a lot of questions. Mm. Not that they give out, you know, anything that's confidential, but I do ask questions on like the law. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be an interesting one, you know, like around just family law and around, I'm sure they cover um, like prenups and I think that would be interesting actually, yeah. Yes, and, like, that would be and, interesting. Because I remember talking to my um, mm. lawyer clients about should I get a prenup and I never did. <laughs> so you thought about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a lot more into the house than Essie did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't leave me, Essie. <laughs> 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 you're running away with... No, but Essie was always fine with signing anything. I just never got around to it. Okay. We never got around to okay. it. Because you do have to obviously pay for the lawyer yeah. to put the documentation together. Yeah, interesting. What? Interesting. <laughs> okay, so um, Greg said to me that um, when we kind of first started dating and stuff, he said... No, actually, that sounds bad. When we first started dating, he was like, would you sign a prenup? Did you say that? It came up in conversation kind of like if you were to get married and the person was kind of like, 
you know, what about a prenup? You know, where, mm. where would you be at with it? And I was like, I'd sign it because, yeah. you know, kind of like I, I'm okay leaving um, the marriage with what I came in with. Mm. And also, you know, kind of if you end up staying together, then it's not something you have to worry about. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know if my um, perspective would have changed, however, because, like, and this is what I think would be really interesting to talk about with a lawyer, yeah. is what happens when you have prioritised looking after the kids as a female? Yeah, I think I think it's different when you have The money children. that you make when you're in the marriage. Yeah, I think okay. that's different. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, I think that's quite different. But I think it's a really important question to ask mm. in new relationships, you know, when you feel like it's mm. getting serious. I mm. think I think Essie and I definitely talked about it, but we didn't have any assets. Okay. So we didn't have any, um, like, it's not like he owned a house, apart mm. from, like, our cars. Mm. Those, I think, were our biggest assets and maybe, like, our savings, you know. Mm. Um, but when we, when we put into the house, I put in... Um, I think, like, uh, more than him. So that was a conversation that maybe I should, we should put a documentation together so that in case he leaves, we leave each other, Mm. um, we get back what we put in, Mm. you know? I get what you mean, though, like, when you're in the relationship. But I feel like now... Like I, I don't really... I can't really be bothered. Not, Not just because... I just feel like with everything... If we, if he was to leave me today and he took half, I don't think I'd be that bitter because we mm. have had a lot of like, um, I don't know. Like I feel like we're quite even in our contributions yeah. with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but would I? I mean, it was quite a recent purchase. <laughs> so. I think this is. I think this is why you should definitely hit up one of your lawyer friends and and um, get them on and here. Get them on. I think this I is think we such should. Yeah. because also um, that is another conversation. Sort of when you're when a relationship is getting more serious, it's really unromantic, but it's quite important to talk about. You know, sort of like, you know, if we have kids, when we have kids. How how do we see that looking? Yeah. Are we both going to work? Yeah. Is it going to be one person? How do we divide household labour? Mm. All of those conversations. Finances, the boring stuff yeah. that no one wants to talk about because it's so unromantic. Um, labour, housing labour, that's that's an interesting one, eh? Because I, I often think, are we 50-50 in this? But he does a lot of the outside stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of the inside, yeah. indoor That's pretty stuff. much our division of labour too. Is it? Yeah, he does but outside. But then I still, get, I still get like, oh, I feel like I do all the washing. <laughs> because you know? I th- but then I'm like, well, I don't really go well, out. Well, yeah, but you know what I think on. it is? Yeah, I also don't put my boots on. But <laughs> I think because the outside stuff is the glory stuff. You know, like, look, I mowed the lawns. That's so true. That oh is so God, true. Oh, my God, the lawns look incredible. And we never say, look, I Kitchen. hung out the washing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at how beautifully those, oh, the, the clothes are just folded <laughs> so nicely. You know, I, you don't get any of that when you're that in the inside. That is so true. I'm the inside labourer. But is the inside labourer more frequent than the outside labourer? Absolutely. I agree. How often, how, how often are you mowing your lawns? I know it's spring and the grass grows a lot faster and things but um yeah and then so the so outside lawns weeding i mean what else is there i don't know well for us at the moment there's quite a bit because we're re-landscaping everything so i've been helping quite a bit i've been doing a lot but if if it was if that was not the case then it would just be that right yeah right or like trimming 
trees and hedges. But you can get, see, the thing is, what we want to do, what I want to do is get the garden and everything in a really good place where things are in place and then get a gardener Yeah, yeah. to do all of those things, like yep. the maintenance stuff. Mowing the lawns we can do probably, but just to have someone that comes in maybe once a month and does like, I don't know, like cut, cut, cut. Mm. Mm, pretty, pretty. Trim. Yeah, can be there, huh? <laughs> pretty, pretty. Chop, chop. Cut, cut, cut. Boom. Like a hairdresser. Just Voila. A a chop and you're all good. I mean, I think it's quite physical. I mean, I've kind of gone on about the behind the scenes of group fitness. You know, please appreciate us uh, for all of the hard work we put in. And then we're like, landscape, chop, chop. Can't be that hard. Hairdresser, chip, chop. But like... Indoors, there's a lot to do, but I also want to get a cleaner. (laughs) There is a lot. We have a cleaner, and I would still say there is a lot to do. Because it's just, you know, but I feel like it's kind of like, for Greg and I, it's kind of like our parenting too. I'm like the chronic kind of parent who's just like... Yeah, because you're there just, all the time. I'm just Maybe you should go time. away a bit more. I, yeah, yeah, I vote yes. Um, but, you know, like kind of, I'm just kind of there all the time. I don't, I, you know, I'm not the fun one. I don't oh. do anything particularly like, um, you know, apart from taking my kid to a Chelsea game, just in case you are listening. Um, but, you know, kind of like... That's I'm just, probably the coolest thing That is Oscar. the coolest. Yeah. That it, but, you know, Greg comes home and he's been away for four months. It's like, oh, my God. You're back, you know, and you're then, like, I don't get that every day. I no. come from work. No, and then and then the kids are like, "There's no food in the house. Mum doesn't buy any groceries." So Greg goes and takes them and buys them everything. He's like, "Look, when I'm home, you yeah. get lots of food." Yes, yeah, feast time, kids. Feast time. So you like, starving. Yeah. <laughs> when he's it's just like, help me, Seriously, Dad. they message him. He's, he's, no, yeah, he's in Tokyo at the moment and they, they, they message mean? him and they're like there's no food in the house so then are I get in a, that chat no 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 no, no. They, they have their own chat and then so I get a call from Greg going hey uh, the kids are saying that there's no food in the house and I was like they know where the supermarket is oh my, is that for real they go and tell him who, he's in Tokyo he can't do anything and then he tells you is that bad no but um it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how it rolls, really. So that's cool. And do you know what? I don't need to be the fun parent. I'm all good. I, it's okay. I'll go background. I think you're quite independent. Who's Jess? <laughs> <laughs> Irish exit from parenting. Did we have a mum? <laughs> Who's a mum? What's yeah, a mum? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much my job. I'm just kind of in the background. Don't worry, I'll wash your clothes. <laughs> How did they get there? Folded. Yeah, no, that's me. I often tell Lucy that there's a fairy in the house. I'm like, is that the fucking fairy that just picks up this shit from the floor? And he's like, yeah, actually. And it kind of like miraculously just appears on the bed. And I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, yeah, rub it in. <laughs> See, you don't get any glory for that. No. But if you mowed the lawns... Maybe I should swap roles with him. <gasps> that's a good idea. We should do a swap for like two... Weeks, maybe less. Have <laughs> you, like um, question, have you ever mowed a lawn? Yeah. Okay, cool. I did ours recently. Thank you. You haven't, I know, you haven't. So progressive. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah, because Essie often pulls me up on that. He's like, you want to be progressive, you are a feminist, you cannot tell me that you can't pick up your boots <laughs> and get outside. And I'm like, Ugh. <sighs> Why do you have to be right? Just because I'm a feminist doesn't mean that I want to do landscaping. (laughs) Isn't it great, though, when you can pick and choose when to use that feminist (laughs) 
Um, no, but with him I can't though. Yeah, I know he's onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he yeah. he'll say it all the time. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but what about? Do you think that's because you're a girl that you're getting this benefit? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Jeez, that's gonna... <laughs> come back to bite you, hasn't it? Wow. There are, you know, the kind of stereo, the gendered um, stereotypes of that sort of like, like we were just talking about sort of the inside space and the outside space. That is the very gendered roles, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and so actually that's a very good point, you know, sort of. Um, I should get out and weed a bit more because <laughs> he's come back. He was home from the World Cup, not for very long, though. But he's like, Jesus, so many weeds, you know, because he's been away for three months. And I'm like, oh, really? I don't really get out here very much. <laughs> Sorry. Evil laugh. You hate your laugh. That was horrific. I think it's time to wrap up. <laughs> Just going to eat my mint. No, I don't like hearing you suck. I Should <laughs> I leave? In bed. So yeah, I'll just finish off by myself. But you know when I'm like, just swallow? Oh no, this is getting worse. I'm just standing. Anyway, no, I do agree with the whole. F- so I've been, I have been getting out a little bit more. Like I'm doing the front of our gut. Oh, she's back. She's back. Are you going to suck? <laughs> on your mind. I'll tell you if I can hear it. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I've been doing, laugh. I've been like, you know, proactively being like, hey, I'm going to do this bit of the garden this weekend. Watch me go. And then he lets me do it by myself. It's such hard work. And then does he fold the washing? Yeah, do you know what? In the weekend, actually, that's a good point. Oh, why does it have to be right? So while I was, <laughs> so while I was doing the gardening, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, this is so hard. Like, I was making a big deal out of it. Like, look at me. I am sweating. And I had, like, this little cut, and I was like, I am bleeding for you. <laughs> and he folded everything. Oh. And it was a lot of washing to fold. So, he, yeah, yeah. There you go. <sighs> Even Stevens. Not really, though. Like, I... I, I I want to have a way, two minutes, thank you. I want to have a way to, did you see that? Two minutes. I saw the four minute warning. Did you (laughs) not see that? Oh, look. Um, I want to find a way to like actually, like, do we do like a timesheet or something? So I want to see, is it actually even? This is the big question for feminists. Yeah. Is actually that. I want to know. How many many hours Mm. difference is the home labour situation, especially when you've got two. Uh, to working. And how well it's done as well. Because sometimes it'll oh. be like, quote mark, clean the kitchen. And I'm like, mate, have you seen what you've wiped? Yeah. Like, you miss an entire quarter of the bench. Yeah, it sounds like my kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's my husband we're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he is like a kid. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should wrap up because I missed the four-minute mark. Did you Did you hear it or did you see it? I saw it. Oh, I cool. thought you saw it too. No, I didn't. That's why I was like, I'm going to have my mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Your cure? I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm going to suck my mouth. (laughs) You still sucking? Yep. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you please follow us on Instagram at BaseListen. The content is great, if I do say so myself. Um, So please follow us. And we're also on TikTok. And I've restarted. Oh, yeah, we are. I forgot. Yeah, I've restarted putting on TikTok. Amazing. Getting some great views on here, too. those Gen Zs Yeah, TikTok is ruthless, though, in terms of comments. And do you know what? I've been seeing that more and more with influencers saying that TikTok is ruthless, more ruthless than Instagram. Have we had? 
get any more ruthless comments because I particularly enjoy those. No, not recently, but I'll let you know if we do. Thank you. <laughs> That's a fun holiday. Um, okay, goodbye, everybody. 